Player Profiler and our podcast network is super resource intensive, and we rely on premium subscriptions to the website playerprofiler.com to keep the engine running. Go there, sign up for our player rankings, Dynasty Deluxe, DFS package, or go all in. Those that subscribe are everything to us. What's up? Tuesday, September 12, 2023. Mike Shope and Adam Krautwurst in the deep end, back from Las Vegas where main event and other high-stakes drafts were had. I barely saw Adam on this trip. We flew out there together, and then we went to one dinner. Uh, never drafted together. It was just sort of uh, weird like that. Adam's at parties, Gucci Mane rumors, and I don't know what, <laughs> bottle service. And I felt like the, I was almost never off the plane uh, in three days. So we'll catch up on what happened in Vegas. We'll dare to tell you what happened and bring it home to Western New York, share that information. And then we'll go, you know, as as – Quickly as we can, but also stopping at each team in the NFL. What happened in week one? What have we learned? What's important for week two? Even though it is Tuesday night, it is absolutely, as you high-stakes grinders out there know, not too early. In fact, you've already started getting into week two with waivers runs tomorrow. Thanks to the Player Profiler Network, Mike and Adam, welcome to the deep end. Listen, what happened to Gucci Mane stays at Gucci Mane. Okay, I, I cannot confirm or deny any of that, any of that hearsay. Louis G told me who he was. I'll say that. <laughs> me I didn't too. Know who he was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, uh, we're talking about how much time we have tonight. Before we started, I showed this to Adam. As you can see, this is an hourglass, and Adam thought it was an abacus because um, like in my house, with my kids who are 13 and 12, anything that happened before they were born, they refer to it. I think I've mentioned this to you, Adam, back when the, during the potato famine. Basically, my wife and I grew up during the potato famine. So Adam uh, grew up, well, I grew up from, during the potato famine where we had things like an abacus and this, an hourglass, and also a pendulum was mentioned. So, yep, this is an hourglass. I don't know if it's an hour, but we'll find out. We'll find yeah. out. Let's get, let's get get it rolling. Let's get it rolling. Let me rolling. know what you see. Yeah. So um, Vegas, like draft wise, successful, you think? Um, I mean, sure. Uh, <laughs> I like I like the teams. And then, you know, J.K. Dobbins strikes, uh, you know, we'll get into that in a little bit. But um, yeah, no, I had a great I had a great weekend. Lots of high stakes stuff out there. I usually don't do a ton of main events because I like to do the the higher stakes stuff out there and make some main events a little earlier. But yeah, it was it was a great, great week drafting with some tough competition and um i really uh i really enjoyed it so uh hopefully we can get back in the in our winning ways week two here and i apologize for the internet uh i don't know what's going on but uh we'll get that figured out before before next week you seem fine i've got a funny reflection i I can't seem to move the light to keep that looks like uh, it's like just sort of reflecting off my lens in a weird way um how do you like how do you like adam here i i Dabbled in the main event, but I like the higher stakes uh, settings <laughs> than the main event. That's right. It, uh, it gives me gives gives me that 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 rush. Although I did two auctions, I did two five uh, k auctions back to back, and mm-hmm. they were like three and a half to four hours a piece. And I just couldn't even. Once awesome. you get to those dollar players, it's like I just want to fall. It's 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 a grinding, grueling process. So, uh, shout out to Jack Han, who's like a Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, auction player. The fact that he can just do all auctions and 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 get through it is uh, incredible. 
There was an opening for the Friday morning auction before I had another game. The best ball draft I had signed up for with John Daigle uh, was canceled because it didn't fill. So I looked at that auction, but I just didn't feel like I was up to it. I mean, not in terms of how long it would take, although I did have my WGR radio show at noon those two days in Vegas, but I do not feel like I have an edge. And that's, you know, a nice way to put it in the yeah. auction, in the auction rooms. I mean, I, I did not do one auction this year. And so, sure, you can talk me into a lot of these other best ball things and even the redraft pretty easily. But um, auction, Adam, you really have to what you you explain it like how how much more uh, knowledge do you need or experience or just what is what is required to uh, feel the kind of confidence you would feel in these other drafts in an auction draft? I think um, the the cool thing about auction drafts is you can just basically like there's a lot of intricacy that goes into like when to put players up and when to push players up and all that type of stuff. But I think that the thing that I like about auctions, I can draft whoever I want. Like I can go in with any plan that I, that I want. Yep. And I can execute it, whether I have to spend a dollar or two more on a player or whatever. Um, and so I can go in there and get my guys. It's good for like, if you're doing a big portfolio, cause then you can say, okay, listen, it's towards the end of the draft season. And I don't have enough Garrett Wilson, or I don't have enough Austin Eckler. So I can go into these auction drafts and just go get those, those, those guys, which I think is cool. And then you can kind of build your team around that. Or, Hey, I want to, elite running back and an elite tight end. I like to go into auction drafts and say, what can I do in an auction draft that I can't do in other drafts? Right. I want to get guys that, you know, I want to get a top three player and a top 12 player. You know what I mean? On top of that. So, or I want to get four third round picks at ADP. I can I do things that I can't do in a normal draft. So that's what I like to do about auction draft. That's my general process. Um, but as far as like the intricacies of, auction i think that just comes with playing it you can't you know you can't get better at it without without, without doing it in the end do you feel now like you do have enough garrett wilson uh, by the way just gross just another one another another one garrett wilson just uh, took a big l this week unfortunately but uh man i felt like all the guy my three biggest guys have been pumping for six months is garrett wilson jk dobbins and deontay johnson and it's like oof, wow what a weekend what a start well, Johnson is a few weeks. Dobbins is the year. Wilson is maybe okay. Like they're going to have to regroup uh, with the Jets, and we'll get to that. But right now, I mean, pretty much all of us, especially if you're in multiple leagues, like I would think most of us are, you felt some pain. You know, you, you probably had enough teams to have teams with all these guys on it, right? right. Aaron Jones right. or whoever else. I mean, yeah. Yeah. there were so many injuries um it's i know that's like pretty normal but man just sort of one after another chris olave goes to the tent and comes back mike williams then comes back which was more what the preseason seemed to be like i mean how much trouble what 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 kind of team adam is maybe dead at this point like if you have two top five picks or something like that i mean do you, would you just intuitively think you might have a hard time recovering from that or is it still so early that anything can happen I mean, I guess it's early and anything can happen, but I mean, if you lost, I think the other thing is too, like if you built teams to like kind of start slow, like if you had like a Cooper cup team or a Travis Kelsey team or what, something like that. And then you also lost a Dobbins and a Deontay Johnson or one of them or whatever. Like, I think it's just, it's just one of those things where you got to kind of look at your team and that affects what you do with your fab. Right. Am I going to go, go all in? Like if, if you like, I think I have a, at least one like kind of hero RB jk dobbins teams where you know i'm i'm all in now on on justice like i have to i have to figure this out quickly and so um 
it, it, so it, it's just it's team by it's a team by team. Again, it's early, but man, you you know if you drafted Cooper Cup, hoping he'd miss a week, and he's missing four, and then if Kelsey misses this week, there's just this is one of the worst weeks, like I think opening weeks we've ever had, as far as like I think in the last couple of years that we've started slowly, but it's been it's been there's been scoring, but it's been from players that nobody had. This week there was just no score. Like the elite quarterback stunk. The elite tight ends either didn't play or stunk. The um the couple top receivers did really well, but if you went heavy receiver, a lot of receivers did goose eggs, T. Higgins, and you know, the list goes on and on of, of the guys that just didn't do Christian Kirk and guys just complete zeros. It's right. It's wild. And so uh, hopefully week two, we can get some more scoring from the guys that we actually drafted. FFPC waivers, you know, you're dabbling in week one. The later you draft, the less dabbling you need to do. But then Kelsey goes out uh, Tuesday and the injury Thursday game teams with Kelsey. One of our teams with uh, guilds has Kelsey on it. What are we going to do Wednesday night in waivers? And then the Andrews development where Friday it was like he's not going to play Sunday. It looked like it might be the same for Waller and Kittle uh, by the weekend. They end up playing, so you start them. And, of course, you'd start Goddard and Pitts, who are not injured. And they all – I mean, who had the best week of any of those guys? Waller at three for 20 right? the top six guys, you know, including Kelsey and Andrews. Um, holy cow. Fryermuth, one catch, maybe, the touchdown yeah, uh, at least. And he was hurt. It's just on and on. Um, the rookies were where it's at. Nobody – amazing. Musgrave almost, but it's just been uh, that kind of a start at tight end. Well, I'll show you the bare knuckle board here. We've talked a lot about it. This is the Thursday night after the opener. So after Detroit and Kansas City ended, 12 of us poured into a ballroom. Actually, a lot more people. There was quite a crowd there uh, for this this year. You I showed up. Even Adam. Even Adam. Even me. Want to say hi to our friends over at the GOAT District, by the way. Thanks to uh, JD and the boys for their friendship, seeing them in Vegas, and they're nice and their to drop in and, and right. sabotage our uh, our backdrop here. Um, <laughs> yes, so you draw playing cards to determine draft order. You don't even have that kind of time to prepare. It's 28 rounds, 30-second clock, no notes, no pen and paper, no phone. You're doing it all from memory. And I drew the ace, so I got to pick where – this is not the bare knuckle board. This is the deep end invitational board. Well, uh -oh. I want to jump to that or should I, I'll switch it real quick. Switch it. You're, you're, you're a professional. You're good. All right. So, sorry about that. I want to talk about the deep end invitational too. We got to get through all the teams and the hourglass says that the show is over. So that is not, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a one hour. It's not an hour. That's a, like a five minute glass <laughs> or something. Uh, all right. Well, one thing that I'm really glad that FFPC did this year, Adam, we didn't talk about this, but I think you'll agree. They were able to, to input the picks in the main event drafts and the other high stakes draft electronically as we were going. So unlike previous years, when you can't see those boards on right. the, on the website this year, like immediately they were all there, which is great. So yeah, I, I saw I saw Bulky like going through each each board. I mean, he's he works his butt off out there. He's 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 the man, you know. So so for those who are watching on YouTube, there's the bare knuckle board. I got the ace and got to pick my draft slot. And what would you have picked? Wow. Um. I mean, I don't know the the bare knuckle strategy. I mean, I would probably like to be at the end so that I have time to think about it and I can just double tap. Um. And that looks like that's 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 what you did. You picked the two hole there. I like to play against one guy. I've said that a lot. So it, was, it would be two or 11. 
for me, and I picked the two, which was fine except for one thing. The one was these two guys, and they were so loud. <laughs> they were they had friends there, and they were just it's hard enough to concentrate for that whole time without any help trying yeah. to remember players and draft a team. But these guys it was disruptive and loud, and I I just did not appreciate that. Um, at one point early on, one of the administrators, she saw me getting agitated and she said, do you want me to do anything? And I just made the decision. This is like round six. I said, uh, I cannot let it in, you know, like it's already hard enough to do this. And if I go turning around and like, guys, you know, just come on. Um, it would have bothered me to have done that. And I would have lost my way, I think. So what I'm yeah. doing is telling is telling you. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> it was just so it was just so wrong. I mean, it's cool to have people in there watching, but there was so they're chirping at picks and just oh my god, I hated it. Um, but we got through it. And for the first time, not that it really matters, in three years of doing this for me, there were some picks that timed out. And that had never happened in the previous two years in the deep end, or rather in the bare knuckle challenge. So, but wasn't until much later in the draft than this. Uh, and so, I'm sorry, you, you timed out? No. Oh, uh, okay. I so wanted to keep going. Been? Through 28 rounds, I wasn't even done. I'm like, Tutu Atwell, Boutte, Puka, like all those guys were sort of fresh yeah. in my mind. How about yeah. a couple of those guys now? Right, exactly. Um, but now the 28 rounds is enough. Yeah. So I sort of took the, the chalk pick with Chase at 102. Uh, Gibbs coming off an eight-point performance in the opener just before but man he looked good and then Jalen Hurts Dallas Goddard can you tell yet that this team is not looking good after one week (laughs) Chase Gibbs Hurts and Goddard it's in trouble Brandon Um, Cooks yeah if you want to just sort of talk about it while I scroll down and see what you like team two yeah I mean uh, elite quarterback elite tight end love that stacked Gibbs you know how I feel I feel about Gibbs Addison Cook, Charbonnet, that's your guy. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't uh, he didn't get the run that you were hoping, but he's an elite handcuff. Musgrave had a good week. Rasheed Rice, is that a one-week play for you, or were you looking for a little bit more? Maybe? No, I you like, might, I like you Rice. You might get a little bit more, yeah. I mean, they're looking for people that can get the job done there, and how did Tony do? How did MVS or Sky, right. how did Sky Moore look in this game? Rice, right. only a rookie, but he did score. He did not. He was not in the field that often, or get involved in that many uh, targets and routes. But one thing about you always hear is sort of the analysis of that. But how did it go? And you know, he he delivered for them. So um, I I like having him. Yeah. Um, Zeke Elliott got more than than we thought, but you've been on Zeke Elliott for months, so that's that's good. Ford, we'll talk about him in a little bit. He got he's the clear back up there, so that, that that's nice. Knox. And the mo- more more targets, the same amount of targets as Kincaid. So that's good. Hall's on the IR now. That stinks. That happened. Uh, I think Hall might be on the IR now. Today? Evan Hall. Today? Yeah. He got hurt in the in the game. Yeah. So I think he's for the four week IR. I don't think the full the full season. Okay. Um right. Deontay Hardy got some run there at running back for, for the for the Bills last night. Um and Boutte. There you go. Travion Williams, the clear hand. The clear uh, back up there in Cincy. So yeah, you know it's the twenty-eight rounds. Man, oh man, alphas in that in, in that room. Did Kendrick Bourne go? I don't think three so. De- three defenses. How many? How many kickers? Two. two. Only two. So I did. I was not able to think of any more kickers after. I don't know. Fairbairn. There was a bye week reason why I didn't pick him. 
and you'll see these guys going like rounds 20 through 23. I had, I, I blanked. So I needed defenses anyway. I was, I was happy with the running backs and the receivers I was thinking of. And that, that showed itself here in the later rounds. Like these Chris Evans in 24 seemed like a good idea, but I could not think the, I did think of Robbie gold who is a free agent, but like, if I need to last round, I'll pick Robbie gold. No one else will because he's not on a team. And so it came to round uh, pick 28, 11. I picked Boutte because of Mac Jones. He needed somebody to go with Mac Jones. He had a pretty good uh, camp report. You know, I, I like the player in college. And then what happens at 28-12? Robbie Gold. Oh, of <laughs> course. Which is, which is funny. Which is funny. Professional. Um, so two kickers. But look, I mean, my, my first few picks don't shape up. It's not going to matter. Uh, really fun to do. Really enjoy drafting with Nick Kaz, who had the four in this. We spent a couple hours chatting and drinking after this was over, which made for a very uh, <laughs> short night. But <laughs> love the bare knuckle. Would love to see the format uh, proliferate, maybe even do home leagues. I mentioned the same thing last year. It's not everybody's cup of tea, but it's fun to try it, at least. Very, very nice. Let's go team by team. But first, let's reset here in the deep end. Mike Shope and Adam Krautwurst. Let's get a word in from our sponsor. Hey, so many ask me, what's wrong with sports books? Why so many of them fail? The answer is simple. They don't innovate. They're just casino sports books on a phone. That's all they've been. There are a few that are doing a good job. We partner with them. Most of them, not so much. Until Bet Openly came along. Bet Openly said, hey, we're going to innovate. We're going to do something groundbreaking. We're going to have peer to peer betting in all states, and you pay 1%. When you win, you pay just 1% on your winnings. You heard that right. It's 1%. With code Underworld, you qualify for just that 1% transaction fee on bet openly it gives you ultimate flexibility to set your own lines and browse lines that others have set think about it that's what betting should be and now that is the reality betopenly.com the code is underworld check it out all right before we go team by team i did have by mistake the deep end invitational League one draft up on the screen before us. You got to peek at it before we switched over to the bare knuckle. One week in the books and the overall leader of 48 teams, the deep end invitational is our friend Louis G who drafted from the 11 in this draft. You see, if you're watching here on uh, YouTube, Louis is first through first overall through 40 over 48 teams through one week. Um, Chances of winning. I mean, better than team 48. Better than anybody much. else. Better than anybody else, probably. That's right. That's right. I mean, and he got. I don't see any significant injuries. That's that. that that's key. Zay Flowers, awesome. Kirk did nothing. Watson hurt, but he'll be back. So yeah, just avoid. Listen, it's become a point where I'm just like, hey, just avoid injuries. Just if that, if you can do that, fantastic. AJ Dillon now. He'll he'll might be the starting back this week, uh, with uh, injured Aaron Jones. So yeah, I mean. Back, back in the, the back in the calmer, easier done. days. Dulcich is done for a while. Back in the easier days when Taysom Hill was in purple. Right, that's right. Oh boy. Well, listen, <laughs> he he made out like like a bandit. You know what I mean? Super flex. He gets another quarterback down there. Fan, fantastic. Right. Well, 
Louis is our overall leader. The other division leaders are Dwayne McFarland, Joey Brown, and Stacy Perez. Through one week at the Deep End Invitational, we'll have a tweet Ballers. about this on Wednesdays throughout the season. Each division winner wins a credit for a Fantasy Pros ticket next year, and the overall winner wins one for the FFPC main event. Not bad for a free roll. Not bad at all. Adam, there's only one way to order the teams when you're talking about NFL teams, and that is AFC, then NFC, East, North, South, West. Just Fine. like they just like they appear in your morning paper. That's right. Oh, I remember those days. Alphabetical. Yep. I'll name a team. You give me something. If I have something, I'll give you something too. Sure. We have 32 teams in 40 minutes. Do it. That's what a minute. A minute a team. Good luck. Put that meaningless <laughs> hourglass to work. That's seven Buffalo, minute hourglass. Buffalo Bills takeaway in a week two thought or either. Uh, Josh Allen needs to grow up. Okay, I saw they're them talking about that at ESPN today. He needs to, he needs to grow up. Uh, that's not really a fantasy to, to take away, but listen, the whole team rides and dies with him. Uh, he's guys are wide open. Stefan Diggs is wide open all the time. He doesn't even look his way a lot of, a lot of time. So, um, I got jets, really, really tough defense, uh, on the road, but, uh, uh, he'll probably, Allen will probably be fine for, for fantasy wise. Diggs will be fine. Uh, and we'll, we'll wait and see J and the big, you know, another big takeaway, J James Cook was, was, was the man. He got all the all all the work. They didn't have any goal line carries, so he didn't get a ch shot to see if he was going to be in there. But he was the uh, the feature pass catching back, and uh, that's it. Ten points, though. Yeah, ten to ten, ten points. Again, if you're looking for utilization out of Cook, you got it. Uh, but he didn't obviously have the fantasy night that you would have hoped hoped for with all that with all that work. I need a big week too from Gabe Davis, who had two for thirty two against the Jets and was just not really relevant in the game. The Bills yeah. have to have someone else in that passing game emerge, and it really needs to be Davis with his prowess down the field. The Raiders this week, you know, the the, the narrative this year was I, everybody loved Gabe, Gabe Davis at, at his 2023 price, round six or round seven, but not a great start. So no. hopefully for his fantasy teams he and for himself at a contract year, he can step up. Miami. Oh, Miami. I mean, just trust. It was, it was always trust the process, trust the coach, trust the co coaching staff, what they're going to do with the players. Like Mostert, fine touchdown, you know, Tyreek Hill, sensational. J Jalen Waddle, maybe not as good as people had hoped. He had that one big play. You know, it, the offense runs through, it runs through Tyreek. You just see how easy it is for them. You know, Tua drops back and crow hops into these 10 yard crossing routes that go for 60 yards a pop. Like, why can't everybody do that? And they're doing this really cool thing where they stack the receivers and the inside receiver loops out and then comes back across the field. And it's just so innovative. And uh, he's great. Um, they're just great. The offense is awesome. And just plug and play all the, you plug and play all those, those, those guys. FFPC, I think Durham Smythe is an ad. Rarely yeah. drafted, but he was relevant in their offense. So was Berrios, but I'm not going there. Uh, the efficiency, tremendous in that opener, all Tyree Kill. But they did use Smythe, who was just, you know, we went through the summer just not even caring who Miami's tight end was. And again, with tight end, so volatile FFPC format, Smythe will be will be an ad uh, tomorrow. New England. Mac Jones, how many times did he throw? I mean, he threw over 50 times, I think, in that, in that, that game. Um, so, oh, man, G Geno Smith loses. 
his left tackle and his right tackle. Like if you got some of these Daniel Jones, that old line looked horrible. Uh, shout out to Jack Colsheen. Him and I were talking today about some stuff like that. And it's just like, man, do, do, we, do, do you add Mac Jones to a roster like that with some huge question marks at quarterback? I mean, through, through so through so many times, I'm not. I'm still leaning towards leaving him on, on waivers because I just don't think they have enough talent there. Uh, Hunter Henry's awesome. He was a late round pick for me in a lot of FFPC drafts, a lot of uh, nine tight end premium drafts. So, um, but you'd like to see Reminder Stevenson get more work with Zeke Elliott there. But Zeke, you know, he always finds his way into these uh, running back mixes. 300 plus yards and three touchdowns for Mac Jones. Good as a rookie, better coordinator. I mean, how could it not be than last year in the rain against Philadelphia? I like it a little bit. He's my most owned underdog quarterback. This year, Jones at the end. That's the Bills. That's the correlation and stuff. But um, yeah, I feel much better after Week One. And Elliott is relevant there, but Stevenson, I think, is fine. Of course, you're going to play him. Jets. Uh, R.I.P. Garrett Wilson. Like, don't even care. I would say no one cares about Rodgers, but like no one was relying on Aaron Rodgers to carry them to a championship. Garrett Wilson's a first round pick. He looked every bit of a first round pick. And now he's a wide receiver too. We're moving forward. I'm hoping they go get like a Matt Ryan or or something. Somebody. Uh, we always I always use Jimmy Garoppolo as like the standard of can we just get a Jimmy Garoppolo in there just to you know Zach Bowles got all the arm talent in the world, but he just never knows what to do. He stinks. And so uh, hopefully uh, Garrett Wilson can just be a high end RB um, wide receiver too. Uh, but it, that that top five season uh, wide receiver season is probably gone. Brees Hall, though, I mean, he started 26-yard run. Was it 85? Yeah. get there, but, um, man, everything you wanted to see from him, you're really, you would have taken a lot less. You would have taken just let's see him on the field a little bit and then yeah. he doesn't look broken down. And what you got was a usable, easily usable running back game from him, even without the touchdown. So that's exciting. Maybe they're smart enough and able to shift into a more of a run-oriented Team, maybe that's what they wanted to be anyway. Rogers plays slow, so exciting at least for Hall. AFC yeah. North, Baltimore, not a lot like like a lot of the top teams, right? Not a lot of numbers, but a win and the Dobbins injury, of course. Yeah, Dobbins cr- crushes a lot of portfolios, a lot of fantasy teams. I mean, he was the fifth or sixth round pick, I guess, but uh, you know, if you don't take a running backs early and he's he's your guy, that's tough. He was gonna have a two or three touchdown game, right? He he, he gets tagged. He was. Part of the target share too. He was getting catches. In fact, he gets hurt on a on a reception. He would have fallen into the end zone on the next play, like Justice Hill did. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Moving forward, I don't know what to do with the running back room. I mean, I think it's just going to be a little bit of everything if they don't make a big move. Say big move, Leonard Leonard Fournette. You had mentioned um, Melvin Gordon off the air already being there, or, or even a Jonathan Taylor type of move. So, um, Anthony Rich. I know you want to talk about Anthony Richardson. Go ahead. He was sensational. Well, we'll get to Indy, but I would say on Baltimore, the running back I want is Keaton Mitchell, who hopefully comes off IR after week four in Dynasty Leagues, FFPC and others. You can house him on IR. He was really good in the preseason. I don't think Justice Hill's performance is that interesting. A couple of goal line carries. They could do anything they want there with Gus, with Gordon, with Lamar Jackson. I think yeah. Hill is kind of like Damian Harris in Buffalo, where the the quarterback can score and run, and they want to pass more. I'm not. I think Justice Hill will be way more expensive than I'm willing to pay. I did draft him a lot in the last couple of weeks because I think maybe he is the second best guy there. But I'm excited for Mitchell, and if Baltimore can make it to, I, I think they have no use for a Fournette 
know, Gordon is there. So um, Keaton Mitchell, welcome to the deep end. That's my recommendation. Bengals, what happened to the Bengals? Who knows? Pour, pouring rain. I mean, who knows? I mean, I, again, that was a game I didn't get to see a, see a lot of. Watching it out in Vegas, there was there was something with the they they weren't showing the game in Vegas, so it was only bits and pieces on the red zone. But it was nasty weather, and I mean, there's been no word that Burrow's still hurt. So I think it's just a game you just chalk up to week one that was this entire week one season and um i'm sure they'll be back i think travion um was was the clear backup there i think that you can take that out of the situation um and uh burrow only 82 passing yards but travion 28 percent of the carry so he's the clear backup i like that he missed a lot of time in the summer we didn't really know we thought it was chris evans maybe but good point on williams uh, I'm not worried about the Bengals. They did seem to have a tough time interior offensive line, like Miles Garrett, those Miles Garrett clips. So that's the kind of thing that can wreck your season. Think of the Rams last year if it doesn't get better. I, I'm not worried about the Bengals, but um, Baltimore this week, playing Mixon, playing Higgins, you know, you sort of where you were despite what happened. Cleveland in the same game, Watson I thought was very sloppy. Yeah, very, very sloppy. Again, same it's the same game. He's been sloppy. You know, the weather can have something to do with it too, but he's he's got that rushing floor too. That's that's what kind of can kind of get him there every single week. Um, another thing to take out of Cleveland, Elijah Moore, I think led the team in targets and target share, which is huge. I have a lot of Elijah Moore. Um, didn't really convert on um uh, in the stat sheet, but I think I think it's coming. Did you have a Jerome Ford take? Oh yeah, Jerome Ford. I saw he he he's the clear handcuff there too. He's, he's in the Kareem Hunt role a lot of it. I think he's got about eighty percent of the Kareem Hunt role from the last couple of seasons. So he's a guy certainly worth we're owning. He's the guy to own. God forbid Chubb were to go down, he might even have a little bit of standalone value there, um, kind of like a Kareem Hunt did. And Joku tight end, no production in this game, but his usage was really good. So I wouldn't uh, be down on Njoku after week one. Pittsburgh, disastrous. Najee, nothing. Warren played two, but neither was of it all. Deontay Johnson injured. Pittsburgh. I know, it's gross. Uh, Warren and Najee, are, they're, they're being mixed in together. The gap's closing between the two of them, like we've kind of seen. Uh, and Warren is the pass, he's the pass down back, the long down and distance back. So again, I mean, it's tough to tell. They, you know, their excuse is they played the Niners, who are probably a top three team in the NFL, maybe even top two. Just talent absolutely everywhere. Brock Purdy reminds me a lot of the Tony Romo, the way he just moves around and kind of three quarter throws and just out in out, out in space. Um, and so, but any and, and anyways, back back to the Steelers. Yeah, it's just a tough tough defense there um, to kind of deal with opening week. Now Pickens, this is Pickens' opportunity. It's what we've been waiting for. Pickens has it to himself. Deontay Johnson hurt. Um, we'll see what Pickens can do. Allen Robinson probably worth a waiver ad. Uh, you know, the ghost of Allen Robinson returns. Purdy, unlike Romo, at least was drafted. Right. By the That's way, right. the last the last pick of That's the draft. Right. I don't know. That was bleak. They have the Browns Monday night, one of two Monday night games in Week Two. AFC South. Houston. Houston. Um, hard one. Yeah, hard one. I'm like, I mean, just. Houston. Whatever, right? Wait. I mean, <laughs> nobody told me we talk about Houston tonight. Houston, who? Houston, who's that Houston? Astros? That's right. Nico, Nico looked good. Uh, yeah. You know, Nico Biko. You know, but uh, he looked he looked good. 
Sorry, too soon. I know, I know. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, he he looked he, he looked good again. He's rising there. Um, he looks he just he even looks the part too. Like he's very tall and lean and athletic. Like just he looks like he's ready to pop. And so I, re- I really like that. Pierce getting getting involved in the passing game. Had him out at wide receiver a couple times. Had had a nice catch. Almost broke a broke a tackle and had a big gain. So um, I like them. I like them. We'll, let's see what they got going on. But I don't think they're going to be as, as inept as we thought they might be. I have always liked Pierce as a draft pick. The whole offseason, when his name would come up, I would be sort of bullish, but he came off the field too much. Mike Boone, like they, they're going to have to be not terrible for Pierce to pay off. Like No matter what kind of usage, even if it's not mitigated like that, they're going to have to be okay in that division. They have somebody, they might have Indianapolis this week. They have somebody in the division this week and, you know, Baltimore on the road was the toughest matchup in week one. Houston is at home to the Colts. This is a big week for Pierce for me in fantasy. Like, he's got to play more, score, you know, be good. The premise on Damian Pierce is bad team but a good player with um, full volume. And we'll see if we get that in week two. The Colts on the other side of that game. Loved watching Richardson. Could have been better at him. Like, he, he threw kind of a bad pick. But... Even after that, the, the garbage time kind of stuff, he, he completed passes consecutively. They drove the field. He got hurt on, like, the three-yard line. Not serious, but kept him out. I mean, he was quarterback, too, anyway, in his first start. So, super excited about Richardson. Yeah. Um, QB2, uh, he didn't look terrible passing the ball, like you said, and they ran a ton of plays. Like, that's the big thing. Like, they weren't some slow, methodical. Like, they ran a lot of plays, a lot of no huddle. So, Man, let 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 him cook. I'm happy. We we've been on Richardson all off season, and he's the guy, man. The Konami code, the cheat code, that uh, hopefully you all were 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 drafting. Jacksonville by 115 on Sunday Eastern. I was already sort of fretting my entire summer not drafting more Calvin Ridley. Like right yeah. away, he was great, and he was definitely the man for Lawrence. The game plays out. Christian Kirk. I mean, is that going to get better? I think it is. It's just week to week. There's so many. That was my was my thing. There's so many weapons there. Was there going to be an alpha dog there? And you're right. It is Ridley, but I think it's going to rotate between you know Evan Ingram and Kirk and Zay and Etienne. I mean, they can't get them all going, but I think each week, based on matchup, based on you know just luck of the draw, um, but I think Ridley's the guy. The guy there. Zay Jones has got to be in. Uh, you know, comes in above Kirk. With what happened in the first week, they have the Chiefs and are a three-point underdog at home, Kansas City in week two. Very, I think the Jaguars back to what worked for them last week. It's a lot of ETN. Really nice week one for him. Yep. Uh, Bigsby scored Bigsby, too. Tank. Bigsby scored. You know, he had that fumble play that Indianapolis scored on. Not a great day, but um, he's somebody at offense. Zay Jones is still still going to be undervalued. Yeah. Uh, what was all summer? He's the number two. In that pass, I think clearly right now. So next is Tennessee. Disastrous game. I saw more of this game than I there. He had a horrible game. He had the worst quarterback game I saw, except for maybe Daniel Jones. I don't know. Daniel Jones more had no chance. Tannehill was, you know, had some time to throw and he just kept missing. Oconquo could have had a day yeah. where he's like the tight end standout, but his quarterback was so bad. And Burks really didn't get much. I, I don't know. Like that has to change quickly. Yeah, I mean, Tannehill, he's a veteran quarterback. I mean, he he was horrific. I mean, he's really bad. He missed Chig on a wide-open 40-yard walk-in touchdown. Like, 
So he's going to get better. He's not, he can't get worse than that, you know, and Hopkins had, you know, high to target share, I think 36% target share, something like that. So I think the pieces will be all right. Burks ran 97% of the routes, So he's clearly healthy. They'll be better. Uh, but obviously you don't, you don't love to see that. AFC West Denver loses at home to the Raiders. Now they're home again to Washington. Uh, big game already for Denver. Anything interesting here? You mentioned they lose Dulcich. Yeah, Dulcich is, is, is kind, of, kind of the big one here. Um, you know, for a couple, I don't think it's the season. I think it's four weeks, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, not much the same. I mean, Wilson still, you know, didn't, doesn't look as horrible as he did last year, but doesn't look great either. So, you know, Judy didn't play obviously. So let's, let's, let's wait and see when they, when they get up and healthy. Um, and, but you know, Cortland Sutton does, it doesn't do much. It's just, it's just an offense to kind of fade right now. And, and, and probably for most of the season, I'm not sure credit is really deserved, but I'm going to beg for it. Adam and I have a fantasy pros team with Andrews needed a tight end. My top bid. I did the bidding on this team was Troutman. There you he go. It was 10 points, which is better than a lot, a lot of other guys. And now he's the, the guy. Injury. Yeah. Yeah. And the Dulcich injury factored into that too. But you know, at uh, Sean Payton brought in Troutman decent enough start after some good preseason uh, hype. Kansas city. We talked about Rashi rice for a minute. What else? Noah Gray? Is he a keep or a cut? What do you want to do with Noah Gray after week one? I mean, he didn't do much much of anything. Listen, you know, you know what you say about a team that 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 dresses seven receivers. When you dress seven receivers, you dress no receivers. Okay. That's what they say. Mm. So it's like you just don't know what to do with all those guys. I mean, you can't really start any of them happily dropping passes all over the field. They looked they looked terrible. Mahomes looked fine. He just they just dropped so many passes and once Kelsey gets back, they'll be fine. I was I was about to lose my mind when they started the game with Ceh, the first series, and then they and then I don't think he came back on the field the rest of the game. So, um, so we'll see. But uh, but they they ease kind of Pacheco in. He didn't, you know, he's not a great running back, but I think he'll get enough throughout the season. And there's not that much to see here other than uh, they need to get Kelsey back quickly. Hold those guys like Tony and Sky Moore. You right. never know. I mean, best ball, you're not going to do anything. But uh, I'm excited about Rice. Let's see, L-A-S-L-O-S, Vegas. Uh, the Raiders win. Nice day for Jacoby Myers, one of my favorite mid to late round receivers, round 12, thereabouts, in drafts. He had a super first game. He's good. He's always been good. And it was Myers and not Adams in that game. Myers is injured, though. Concussion protocol, a scary hit late in Denver. They're at Buffalo this week. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, he, he, he had a great game, but now he's – no, it's hurt. Maybe, maybe it's Hunter Renfro season. No, maybe again, but pro- probably yeah. not. Um, uh, Jacobs got a ton of the work, like ton of the share, like as as usual. So, I mean, Garoppolo was Garoppolo. Adams look look, look good, but it's kind of hamstrung a little bit by Garoppolo. So we'll see. I mean, nothing, nothing uh, kind of earth shattering yet there out of uh, out of Vegas. Chargers. There's an Austin Eckler injury. They ran the ball great. Josh Kelly is the story, I think, from that game. 90 yards and a touchdown, he's definitely a pickup. For sure. I mean, if he's available, you definitely want to pick him up. Again, always be picking up running backs. Never drop running backs because you're a play away. Every week a running back gets hurt or two or three. So um, if it's a high ankle sprain for Eckler, like, Oof. you know, RIP for the season. That's the thing about these high ankle sprains. Like, you see these devastating Achilles injuries and these ACL. The high ankle sprain just kind of goes unnoticed. And it's, it's almost worse because it's a roster clogger. I'm not saying you're cutting Eckler, but if it's a high ankle sprain, it's think of what it's done to all you know, Saquon Barkley, all these guys, man. They're, they're it's four to five weeks on the shelf, and then they're not right for the rest of the year. So, 
uh, Kelly certainly worth 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 pick up. Eckler, um, he, he played after the injury, so hopefully it's not that bad. They're just being a little cautious there. He's had so much volume. Chargers this week, I know they have an interesting game at Tennessee. Will Justin Herbert throw the ball, right? Like it's, again, it was short, all the talk all summer about stretching out the Chargers offense. It really didn't happen uh, in that game against Miami, which they lost again, a close game. I mean, he just got to, I think he's got to assert himself somehow, Herbert, and show that he's not just going to be dink and dunk forever. We have less than 20 minutes to go, 16 teams left. How much do you have to say on the NFC East? Dallas. Dallas. I mean, I watched that game on the plane on the way back from, from Vegas. That was hideous. I mean, not, not for Dallas though, but um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell because they beat them so badly, but you know, a little bit of everything. Pollard looked, looked, looked great. Dak looked fine. Uh, CD Lamb would like to see a little bit more out of him um, as far as fa- fantasy points are, are, are concerned, but yeah, I mean, nothing, nothing special come out of there yet. It's good to see Pollard get, get in the end zone and, and be the, be the feature back twice. That's right. Uh, the Giants, a nightmarish game. What kind of clarity do we have on receiver after this game? And they could not protect Daniel Jones. Barkley was whatever. He could have anybody back there. I mean, that'll get better. Awful matchup, pouring rain. Everything went wrong. They got behind um, Waller. Stay healthy. I was picking up Bellinger in some leagues on the possibility that Waller is just broken. He did get out there, and he he lasted the game. But Bellinger, for me, is pretty good. So if you have a spot, I kind of like him in case uh, Waller does break. Yep. No, I completely agree. It's, you know, they're not, not going to get worse than that. It looked, it was the oddest, like they looked totally unprepared for that game. It's weird. I got a, I got an Eagles take, you know it. Ooh. So it's a sharp organization. Rashad Penny, a curious, healthy scratch. It's Gainwell in the rain in New England. And then Swift who barely played as the backup Boston Scott a little bit. My guess is it's not even really a guess it's just sort of a hope i feel like it makes sense load management you save penny for thursday night short week minnesota at home in week two and gainwell got hurt anyway i feel like they don't love swift it was a close game they could have used him if they liked him i like i told you today and i tweeted it so you know i meant it you know i was not afraid to say it if i tweeted it i think if penny is active you could play him. You could start him in fantasy. If Gainwell is out, you definitely do. But that could also be DeAndre Swift because it goes one, two, three like that. I think a sharp team does what I'm describing. They started all, they listed all four guys as starters. Penny, we know is good. There's no more investment in Swift than there is in Penny. I want to see what happens if Gainwell misses because then I think Penny could be awesome. And no one would play him or no? I don't know about that. If Gainwell misses, I think people would. If you have Penny, you're probably playing him, especially with all the other injuries. I completely agree with you. I mean, Penny has never been bad. So the fact that he was a health, healthy scratch doesn't make sense unless you've got, like, hey, you've got your 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 first and second down grinder in Gainwell or Penny, and then you've got your pass down back in DeAndre Swift. Swift just, you know, so I think if Gainwell's out and Penny's active, you definitely start Penny uh, for sure behind that elite offensive line, uh, and Penny's good and healthy. So. Yeah, I, I like that. Washington, poor Antonio Gibson. Another fumble. That may just never happen. Brian Robinson, nice catch on a touchdown. You know, he ran the ball like he always does for three yards per carry. Uh, Washington, Denver this week. Not a lot there in the passing game. That was interesting, right? I mean, Sam Howell got sacked a lot. People were sort of bullish on Washington, but it didn't look great. They barely won. 
Yeah, so much bad quarterback play in the NFL this last weekend. Howell was one of them. He just was missing McLaurin like three feet behind him. Like it was bad. Gibson only 12% of the rushing attempts, but 100% of the two-minute offense. So he's their he's their pass down back. And um, you know, Robinson got 72% of the carries. So it's just one of and of course Robinson gets a touchdown catch naturally. So that's how that works. Um, and then uh yeah, Gibson, you just can't start him in nine PPR and PPR, he's a like a uh, he's a flex you know, your worst case scenario and you got to th- throw somebody in there, but it's one of those things, again, you're hoping for an injury for, to get Gibson more, more work. How did I end up with Gibson shares? I drafted with you guys on one night and like, we're, I, I got pushed into Gibson. I drafted with, with cause or somebody out in Canton. I've got a Gibson team. I feel like <laughs> I, I sort of was flag planting on do not draft Antonio Gibson. Here I am today looking at rostered. Like how do I keep looking at Gibson on these teams? And I was all about him the first couple of years, but I don't know if you fumble, they've got so many different, every team does so many different ways to turn. Yeah. Not, not too optimistic. Curtis Samuel was relevant in that game against Arizona NFC North Chicago. Damn. I've just, there's so far to go with, with fields and the bears. Uh, Roshan Johnson, maybe even though it was garbage time, I thought he looked great. Yeah. He looked great. They're in the preseason. Roshan Johnson, man, hold and wait for that opportunity. If Khalil Hobart were to go to, to go down. Detroit, start Gibbs, start Montgomery. Of course, Amon Ra, first-round talent. That's it? Laporta. Um, yeah, pre- I know. Uh, Laporta looked good, too. I mean, he had a couple, a yes. couple of catches. He was, he, he was involved. Um, so, yeah, I like all, all the usual suspects. Everyone was drafted. Gibbs just didn't get a lot of work. The coach even said, hey, it's opening night. You know, he just wanted to kind of ease, ease him in. He looked electric. He looked like the best back on the team. Um, it's not an Atlanta Falcon situation. It's like this coach has come out and said, okay, no, this guy's going to get more work. We just were trying to ease him in. Green Bay, Jordan Love, super efficient. It was Dobbs there. I don't think Dobbs is any more important to have than Jaden Reed. Musgrave's fine. Watson will be back. We'll see what happens at running back. But uh, Green Bay at Atlanta this week, Love, that was a promising start. Yes. You know, love, love, look at it. Wait till he gets Christian Watson back healthy. I mean, so I, I like I like that um, their uh, their running game and their little short uh, passing game. Aaron Jones looked electric, looked awesome. He didn't look like he's like he's aged yet, except for the <laughs> pulls up kind of lame there with the yeah. hammy at the end. But Until he then. looked he looked he looked fast. He looked he looked good. I thought when I saw it, he was just doing that fake hamstring pull thing that some of these guys do. Oh. But no, of course it was a hamstring injury. Uh, that's why you don't draft a team full of old guys on your uh, on your on your five k. Raise your hand. I think it's everybody who looked at their phones at two o'clock Eastern, one hour into the season on Sunday. I'm like, Justin Jefferson is nine for 150. I, I mean, it was like, didn't get much better than that, but an amazing start. Addison with the touchdown. Addison should play more. Um, everything with Minnesota is sort of what we expected overall, I think, generally. Yeah. Addison, 66% root participation. Osborne, 94%. You know, they said a lot in the Bad. preseason that, yeah, that Osborne was going to kind of, he was the starter, but. They'll ease Addison in. I mean, Addison scored a touchdown. He had more points. Addison's better. It's a better player. So just, I mean, Osborne refer right now might be a kind of a flex if if you have to kind of thing, but Addison's the guy that you're going to want to go to. Atlanta, how startable is Algier? Startable. I mean, this is the thing. Atlanta, we learned last year, we don't have to like, oh, it's going to get better. Oh, no, this is what they're going to do. They're not going to throw to London. They're not going to throw to Pitts. When they do, it's going to be horribly inaccurate. And they're going to give the ball to Elgin. That's not going to change. Like, here's what I'm going to Because following them so hard last year for Pitts, 
nothing, whatever they showed week one with Pitts, they showed the entire season. Uh, Algiers is going to be heavily involved. I'm not saying he's going to get every goal line carry for the rest of the year, but that's it's just what they're going to do. I mean, how Bijan looked incredible. That touchdown catch, spinning, making guys miss. Clearly the better player, so naturally Algiers will get most of the work down by the goal line. So that's just Atlanta doesn't care. The coach doesn't care. In fact, he loves it. He loves the fact that he can give Algier 18 touches and Bijan 16 touches. You know, now Bijan had the 82% route participation, which is which is elite, which is awesome. Uh, you want the pass catching back. Now, if Bijan was the pass catching back and the goal line back, we wouldn't be worried at all. But he's, you know, they showed that he wasn't uh he wasn't the outright goal line back. So still where, where does Al, where does Algier slot in, Adam, in, in running back rankings like for the rest of the season or week to week, however it's better for you. Is he above James Cook? Damian Pierce, is he there? Is he that high where Atlanta's running game is so prolific? Weak schedule. You feel like Algier, who is good, we think he's good, is sort of on that level. Javante Williams, like, is he right there in that cluster? His um his PFF grades were were, were actually better than Bijan's this 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 last week. And around two teams a year uh, pump out top two top 24 running backs. So Mm. Two two NFL teams this year will pump out two top twenty four running backs, and if it's going to be anybody, it's going to be the team that gives the ball to the running backs all all, all the time. Algiers an RB two. He's a he's a he's a he's a flex. He's he's you know I'd be excited that I took him in the thirteenth round. That he's not just a clear cut handcuff. Carolina, do you want anybody? Um, not really. I mean, Thielen was a guy that I was excited about in the thirteenth round as a guy. Hey, maybe he's the safety blanket slot guy that he can maybe do some damage there. Um, I know he was a little banged up, but again, the quarterback play was so bad. It, you know, we just got to see if the rookie can, can, can progress and get better, but there's no one that I'm like looking to start there at, uh, at all. Chuba Hubbard, I have a lot of Chuba Hubbard and he looked really good. So uh, he looked good last year. So it's, and he knows the team, he knows the offense. So I think it's a guy that you can, you can get excited about too, as like a um, kind of like a, a late round stash flex guy. He's probably taken. Like there's sure. there's there's nobody on Carol like Chenault. There's nobody on Carolina. Terrace Marshall, I don't know. Uh, that's a that's a that's a no for me, dog. Yeah. They host New Orleans on Monday night. Rashid Shahid, good, yes. relevant. I mean, I'm not sure he is exactly above Michael Thomas, but that clip where Carr sort of leans into him, game on the line. The speed is there. The trust is there. <laughs> Shahid. Should be owned. Yeah, they had him coming out of the backfield. Yeah, he's that. If he's if he's available, uh, go grab him for sure. You know, it was uh, unique how the how they, they they used him. Alave still still the guy there, um, for sure. And um, you know, Shahid eighty nine yards and a touchdown. Um, Jawan Johnson eighty two percent root participation. We love Jawan Johnson in the preseason. Uh, so he's he's at uh, tight end one usage right now out out of Jawan Johnson. Tampa Bay, nice win. Evans and Godwin, I mean, you're sort of where you were already. Evans gets in the end zone, six catches. Godwin, five, fine. Feels almost like a ceiling for those guys, though, in that spot. So not too excited. And the running back efficiency numbers are terrible. Yeah, Evans and Godwin's off 50% of the team targets. That's probably how it's how it's going to be. Evans could have had another touchdown probably, but he, but he dropped one. You know, Godwin, I like Evans right now more than Godwin. Um I think his ceiling's higher in, in this offense. Yeah, Rashad White saw 100% of the team's red zone play, so that's good, but just not efficient. Didn't look great. You know, uh, it's just going to be – people. a lot of people were predicting a, kind of a breakout season. We'll see. 
but uh, didn't look great for them week one. Arizona, James Conner played a lot, didn't really get any sort of numbers, but usage-wise, it was we've sort of what we're used to with Arizona and Conner. Zach Ertz, Adam, like desperate position, maybe. Maybe. I mean, he dropped a touchdown. I mean, it was a little high, but, you know, the old Zach Ertz or the, the, the younger Zach Ertz would have caught that. Um, that's, uh, and so, yeah, I mean, it's just an, it's just a team that you, I mean, Dobbs, I mean, it's a team that I not want to invest in at all. I don't want, I don't want to have to start any of those guys. I wasn't really on Marquise Brown. I certainly wasn't on James Conner, but, uh, here we are. The number one pickup team has got to be the Rams. Kyren Williams, Puka Nakua, Tutu Atwell. Yes, yes, yes. Usage. Great. Stafford was great. Dominant at Seattle. They'll play easier teams than that. Without Cooper Cup, I'm sold on all three. Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a Kyron Williams guy this year. I have a lot of him. Um, looked good. Was getting was getting heavy usage on the field. Puka Nakua looks. They've been singing his praises all off season, but it's like, oh, okay, let's see what he looks like. He looked legit. He looked like he belonged. He looked. He was fiery. He looked like he knew what he was doing. It wasn't luck. It wasn't broken plays. It was a he was a route running like. Man, Cooper Cup has, has been you can t- you can tell you get a look at Cooper Cup out there. He's gonna be good, I think, for three or four weeks, and then we'll see what happens when Cup comes back. But um he's putting a cool I would I've been putting a I would put a hefty bit on in on him. Stafford looks looks sharp, he looks healthy. Um, they look good. The Niners dominant. I think it was Pat Doherty. I'm a big fan of Pat Doherty's NBC and Roto World. I was, was listening to his podcast and he was recapping 49ers Pittsburgh. And he said about Debo Samuel, it almost looks like they don't know what to do with him anymore. They don't need him as right. a running back with McCaffrey. And Ayuk is the wide receiver one. So I don't know. Like, there'll be Debo games, but he's kind of a tough start maybe if you sort of feel that vibe. Really like that analysis from Pat. Um, San Francisco, dominant, Purdy, fine. What a, what a win. What a win. And, but, and this was the knock on, like, the Niners is not that they're not talented. It's just you can't get them all – you can't get them all cooking at their ADPs, right? Like Debo, five for fifty-five, a couple of you know, a couple of rushing yards. I think he had fifteen or sixteen rushing yards. Like, okay, fine, but you took him in the third or fourth round. Kittle, three for nineteen. You know, CMC and Ayuk were awesome, but the other two were not much. So it's like it's probably going to rotate. Ayuk again is a lead against man coverage for whatever reason. The Steelers were playing a ton of man coverage that that game so that worked for him. But I think right. once we get back to those zone coverages that most teams play, I think you'll see a little bit more of Debo Samuel. Uh, Love Ayuk, I think he's a phenomenal player. But I think I think Debo will get a little bit more work. But you're not going to be able to get through all three or four of those guys every single week going. What one more Seattle nightmare week one for Seattle, and they have injuries up front. They go and sign Jason Peters no. at at Detroit this week. Lockett hurt. Smith and Jigba, three, pretty much ineffectual. DJ Dallas over Charbonnet, I don't know. Uh, Nice for Walker, but let's see Geno Smith sort of click back into last year, and hopefully he can lift Seattle back up. Would love to see them have a good game in week two. I mean, they lost their right tackle and their left tackle. That's going to be so tough, and they were good. Uh, you know, pieces to to, to that team. Lions play, I mean, this week coming up, Lions play a lot of man-to-man defense, so I think. This is a week where Lockett. I mean, Lockett dropped a touchdown last week. It was it was contested, but he sh- should have caught it. Um, so they 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 love some points. They only had seven second half yards, I think, something stupid like that. It's like, it's like impossible. Uh, I think they'll get back going, but man, they need they need some 
they need to protect Gino to get this offense moving. There it is. 32 is it? teams. The hourglass is yet to run out, as you see. Uh, wow. So we were pretty fast there as this thing is still – I haven't touched it at all. Well done. Yeah, that's right. Not, not once. <laughs> not once. Please uh, like and subscribe. That helps us grow the show, more people to find it. YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts, and Twitter at DeepEndFF1, at Adam underscore Krautwurst. Adam is prompt to respond to your questions and comments, and I am less prompt, but I'll do it. At <laughs> ShopTalk, S-C-H-O-P-P-T-A-L-K. You'll find me weekday afternoons at an Odyssey station in Buffalo, WGR Sports Radio 550. And um, that's it, right? Any final thoughts? No, that's let's let's get to setting lineups and do doing doing waivers. Exciting. Well, let's get to work. Thanks everybody for watching and listening. See you next week in the deep end. See you guys. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible. To ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show.